Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. Typically, it's our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we we are hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we're not striving to be uh, tastemakers, professional critics, or make objective value judgments here. Even if we don't like something, we encourage you to support and interact with the things that you do enjoy by buying records, going and seeing bands, etc. The format of the show is very simple as well. We have 10 bands in the queue every week. Everything is user or is listener submitted. I always want to say user submitted, and I'm not sure why yeah. I do that. It's just something that's it's a know. neural pathway that's formed in my brain that I can't deprogram. Everything is listener submitted. We roll some dice, randomly select usually between five and seven per episode to listen to, and that's all there is to it. Uh, I'll do the housekeeping stuff up top. If you want to submit music to the to the show, it is demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure that your release is a year or less old from the time of submission. And we'll get around to it as soon as we can. If you want to join the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash podcast. Five bucks and up gets you access to all of our bonus content. Ten bucks and up gets you access to our bonus content, plus the tapes that we put out. The next tape is going to be sent to press tomorrow. We just got a new Patreon episode up, and I think we're going to endeavor to record a new, a new one as soon as humanly possible, hopefully sometime within the span of the next week or two, as Let's long as you get some time. Week. Hell yeah. Let's do it this week. Why not? The last time I got the episode uh, edited next day. So I'm on it, baby. I'm yeah. on top of it. I'm yeah. feeling motivated, not letting shit fall by the wayside. We'll have another episode out for you soon. So if that sounds enticing to you, throw us a little bit of money every month. Uh, and then last up, if you want to call and uh, talk some shit, ask a question, leave your feedback, or shoot us a text, it's 260-222-8341. Tell us why you like KISS. Tell us why you like KISS, a, a, a long topic of discussion off air between the two of us. We don't. We don't really no. It's well, like don't equivocate. No, I well, I I am equivocating a little bit by saying they have some tracks. And Mark from TKO Records, shout out to Mark, sent me a a, a very a genuinely good demo from '73 the other day. But compared to what else was going on, we In listened. '73, yeah, we listened to Stargazer by Rainbow, and it's like, come on, come on, dude, come on, come on, no gimmick, yeah. just rock, right. Some of the best ever pinned. Right. Richie Blackmore's out here doing Deep Purple. Right. Doing fucking Rainbow. Right. Dio, the best of his era. The best of his era. There's all, as I was talking to you about, there's all the fucking, like, boot boy glam stuff that's going on in Britain. There's the MC5. There's the fucking Dolls. There's early Alice Cooper. There's a lot going on to choose from that just it eclipses Kiss by a fucking mile, by a landslide. Yeah. But if you have strong feelings on it, go ahead and write us. Uh, I also wanted to shout out on a, because I'm going to get into something <laughs> a little <laughs> kind of controversial in a moment. So let oh me boy. say let me say the nice things first, right? Okay. I wanted to shout out uh, Stephen and his brother Brian, both guys that I know from around the way, you know, via punk, via extended peer groups, whatever. I'm not sure if either or both of them still live in Fort Wayne. Uh, the last I checked, Stephen definitely did. I'm not sure about Brian. Uh, but I heard from Stephen before uh, I came over here, and he said that he recently got turned onto the show by Brian. I didn't realize Brian even listened to the show, actually, um, and said that it, uh, it helped bring both of them kind of back into the fold and, like, get caught up on contemporary yeah. punk nice. and hardcore and stuff, which is always a really nice yeah. and unintended side effect. Yeah, for and sure. something I've encountered a, a fair degree of, which is, like, 
dudes that lapsed, people that lapsed, yeah. and are like, oh, wait, there's actually still a lot of cool stuff going on. I just needed somebody to help motivate me to consume it. Right. So that's always nice to hear. It is nice. It's always nice to get a message about that. Yeah, for and, sure. You know, not something cynical and stupid. Right. Um, so thank you for writing, Stephen. Thank you for listening. So, uh, oh, yes, one other thing. The Rascal Cassette, I'll plug it like this week and next, and then I'll stop bugging you about it and move on to the next thing that we're releasing. Still available. Quite a few of you have ordered it. The band has their copies in en route to them right now, so if you go see them at any of their live shows in May, they'll have copies of that. Uh, I'll still throw a link in the show notes if you want to order a copy of it. It's really good, raw, ripping, DB-informed hardcore. If you like this show, there's at least some likelihood that you're pro you will mm -hmm. probably like the Rascal stuff, so you should buy a copy. So let me get into the, my topic of the week, right? Okay. And I am going to equivocate heavily before I even say the first sentence. And even at that, the ops, the haters, they're going to clip this. They've done it to us before. We've been clipped a couple oh, times. Yeah. We've been taken out of context a couple times. Whatever. I don't live on the internet. Yeah, I don't give a shit either. You, there's plenty of recorded material yeah. that if you want to know how I feel about something, if you want to know my heart, you can go back in the archives. Mm hmm you can, you can figure out where I stand on important issues, right? Sure. There's no, there's no doubt about it. You'll probably clip me on this, but I'm going to say what I'm about to say, I mean with zero race, con racial connotation, <laughs> okay. any sort of, uh, any sort of like sexual preference. Is this our last episode? No, it's not. It's not at all. But I'm just going to say that like, I have you know, people I have dated that are fairly normal folks, right? Uh, friends of mine that are outside the scope of subculture. Usually, at some point in the course of our relationship, they'll see somebody while we're out in public together and they'll go, man, you have to pass a test to drive a car. But having kids, everybody can do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And as it should be, I don't trust the apparatus of state to enforce who should or shouldn't be allowed to have children, slippery slope, et cetera, et cetera. I, I don't know if I trust the apparatus of state to do much of anything. To do much of anything, to repair the roads, right? right. So certainly I'm not comfortable in trusting them. Right. But I will say this, and what triggered the thought for me is that I saw a guy in 2023 uh, driving, I think it was like, it was some big, like shitty, like a tricked out charger or something like that you know the kind of fucking yeah, yeah, guy yeah, like yeah. the real loud shitty car redneck ish but not exactly maybe a chin strap beard kind of deal are we talking about like the muscle car dudes here in fort wayne or are we talking about yeah. like a little more rural no 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 like here in fort wayne the shitty muscle car yeah, dudes shitty muscle that car run dude. that run the gamut of yes. like there's, there's like one type of dude that's a shitty muscle right. car dude yeah but he can look a lot of different ways for sure so he was driving, he was like in front of me, and he was swerving all over the fucking place. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I pull up, I see that he is texting and driving. Then I see that there's a child in a car seat in the back seat. So he's driving his shitty muscle car, swerving all over the fucking road, texting. And then I see that he is smoking a cigarette with all the windows up in the car. Mm -hmm. And the immediate thought that occurred to me is that like, again, all racial or anything else, all those connotations aside, most people I know, even if they don't know it, 
naturally arrive at feeling like eugenics is intuitive at some point in their life. <laughs> like almost everyone I know, yeah, like yeah. again, people outside of subculture who have no interest in like his, the history of like politics, uh, social programming or whatever will be like, God, can't we fucking, can't we enact a license for people to have children or whatever? It seems like a place that most people just intuitively arrive. Like most people with any degree of sort of like common sense or what they would describe as like empathy towards other sentient beings will be like, man, some people are really bad to their progeny. You know, some people shouldn't reproduce. Yeah. It seems like an intuitive thing. I, yeah, I agree. But, of course, we, it's a non-actionable idea. Well, and I'm yeah, always quick to point that, that out. Sure, sure. It's like, yeah, hey, I commiserate with how you're feeling about this, but, like, we can't act upon it, right? right? It's not pragmatic. No. It's not ethical. I don't even think... Now, hold on. Yeah. I'm probably the last person... Uh-huh. That should be making any statements <laughs> about what is a reasonable or unreasonable thing to think or say. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, me too. I would you know say. what I mean? Like, yeah, I would say that's my finger true. is definitely not on the uh, the the pulse, right? Of uh, what the uh, you know what the, what the current yeah the current zeitgeist is. Sure. <laughs> but <laughs> safe I, to say, I, I I you know I you're right. I don't think it's it's an unusual thing. Yeah. Everybody, everybody knows who shouldn't be having children. Everyone knows, right? Yeah, but yeah, we probably disagree on who that is. Sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You absolutely. know what I mean? Yeah. But everybody has somebody like those motherfuckers, right? Yes, right, for sure. Those motherfuckers. And I guess I just wanted to bring it up because sometimes on this show, I think we can feel a little bit like a voice for the voiceless. We'll just get together and say a thing. That many thousands of people yes. think we are a voice for all of the children who wish they weren't born. <laughs> yeah. Right, that kid in the back of that right. seat yeah. wishes he wasn't born. And and we're a, and we're a voice for all the people who, for for plenty of fair and understandable reasons, don't want to say in mixed company, boy, what if we just made those people stop the kids? Well, I mean, you know. Here's the thing. Yeah. People are going to take those people. No, it's, no I'm the not saying way. those people. All right. I, I, I'm not saying yeah, again. Right, right, but, right, but there, there's your clip right there. Right? <laughs> there's your fucking clip right there. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. Right, right, sure, yeah. Is you use that phrase. Well, the problem is that there are so many people out there who are like, I feel you, brother. Yo, yo, I feel you, yo, brother. And I'm I, not talking to you. When I lived in West Virginia, yeah, right? Yeah. There were motherfuckers down the road from me. And I'm not talking like, one house i'm talking like an entire unincorporated like little village yes where most of the fuck this was 1999 sure right when 1899 most of the motherfuckers look like they lived in mud huts right. and i would not be surprised if at least half of the homes in this little unincorporated village down this back country road uh-huh. didn't fucking have floors right tons of shit children sure shouldn't have them yeah Right? Yes. What, what, yeah. what no the, doubt. What the fuck? Well, and I think it, it ties back into like a, a a topic that we touch on often, I think, is like uh, horrors of our own making, yeah. a dystopia of our own making, yeah. a dystopia to which we all consent. But I think the other end of that is that, and you and I have talked about it privately, and we've kind of talked about it on the show too, is that 
anytime that I follow my sentiments, divorced from sort of what I would describe as my actual political convictions, but my sentiments, my personal sentiments, because I do try to separate those out from time to time, because there are plenty of things like, for example, uh, when people are like kill rapists. Sure, I commiserate with that feeling, but that's not what we do in society. Therefore, there needs to be an apparatus to rehabilitate these people right. and reintegrate them right. into society because that's a slogan, not an actionable thing. Right, right, right. right. Because like, I don't trust a mob. Sure. I don't trust a mob. I don't trust a mob. Right. To For take sure. action on, on anybody's behalf in, sure. in terms of vengeance. Right. Yes. I don't know if I trust the aggrieved individual. Sure. Right. Sure. All the time. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh, I certainly don't trust the fucking state to carry out state sanctioned vengeance. Of course Because there ain't a lot of fucking difference between no. revenge and, like, you know, the death penalty. Sure, It's yeah. the same fucking thing. Absolutely. No matter how you want to doll it up. 100%. And the entire process of determining who gets the death penalty or not is flawed from Deeply the word flawed. go. Deeply like, flawed. Deeply Like, right? literally, it, it is... It is just a, a dressed-up version of the Spanish Inquisition. Absolutely. So I try because my sentiments often lead me to a different place than my political conviction, right? And I think it's important to make determinations between those two things. But when I follow my instincts, when I follow the intuitive things that kind of appear self-evident to me, I always land on a place that I would say comes uncomfortably close to what I would describe as, in my own head, again, because someone's on the receiving end of the boot in this situation, sure. as um, a sort of altruistic authoritarianism. That's why I said, you know, if I were in charge, yeah. I'd sort your problems out. <laughs> and I don't, and again, my political conviction is not in line with altruistic authoritarianism, right? But I think that's the place where we come, we hit the other end of, of the wall. On one hand, there's just like this nightmare world to which we all consent unthinkingly. And on the other end, there's like actionable, like a, a an actionable solution that everyone agrees is like, mm. That would probably so, help, but we can't do it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's it, that's our fucking that's that's the duality of man. It's our lot in life. That's man. our fucking animal brains, right? Yeah. This it, last week, I had said that you know a friend of mine was visiting. We had spent a lot of time in the field together looking for snakes and stuff, and we got to talk about some shit. Yeah, you know, as uh, as fucking cynical dudes do. Sure, right. And this friend of mine is like, on a, when it comes to like. I, I wouldn't say ethical, but when it comes to, like, I guess, the politics mm -hmm. of ethics. Sure. Right? Is on, like, a different spectrum than me. Right. Right. So we inadvertently got to talking because I can't help, but every time I talk about, like, we, we start talking about, like, you know, just sort of, like, uh, from my perspective, just, like, the uh, apocalyptic state. Sure. Of uh, environmental degradation, yeah, and the ramping up of it, despite all of our best intentions and inventions, every invention requires a new horror, right? Mm -hmm. Every technological advancement to solve a problem requires a new horror that needs another technological advancement to solve a problem, right? Yeah, and we were talking about all this sort of shit, and I was like, "What?" Well, you know, I said we started talking about like equity and things like that, mm -hmm. and this individual is very much of the idea that you know you. Um, you get what you you get what you put into it. In other words, sure. you, you know what I mean. Like 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 like, you are only owed however much you put into 
you know, kind of a meritocracy, so uh, very thing. much. Yeah, and, yeah. and I disagree with. Sure, I disagree with it fundamentally. You know, I, I fundamentally disagree with the, with the sure. concept of a meritocracy. Sure. That's a nice sentiment, right? Yeah, right. And it might make you feel good sleeping at night, right? But it also is pretty Calvinist. It is in very. like you know, poor people deserve their lot in life because they're fucking lazy and sure. shit like that. And right. that's just not the fucking case. No, not at all. Right. Yeah. And the whole fucking system's rigged. And like absolutely, you know, this entire at least here in the states. But I would I would venture to say for most. Most places, the entire fucking thing is a scam. Certainly, the global South, like yeah, all the, over the, the place. entire thing yep. is a fucking scam meant to punish poor people for being poor, sure, and funnel their resources away from them to make them even poorer. It seems self evident, right? And I, I know, and I said, you know, so it's you know, it's not really a meritocracy, right? You know, you're not. You, there's no way you're going to fucking convince me that like that kid in the back of a muscle car, yeah, is born with the same opportunity in life. It, it's patently false in the same opportunity in life as you know. I don't know, fucking Vader Sim 9 or whatever the fuck Elon Musk's kid name Sure, is, right? right? Yes, absolutely. There's no fucking way you're going to... That, that's patently false. People don't begin the race from the same starting line. No, that's right. patently false. Yes. So you can't really expect, you know, you can't really expect things to get better until you start acknowledging and addressing that. Sure. And you can't really expect people to give a shit about concerns that are bigger than them. Right. Or separate from their immediate needs until their immediate needs are met. Yeah, compartmentalization is like a critical component of survival as a working class or poor person. Right, and right. here's where it gets into the crux of it for me, the duality, because uh-huh. I hate people. I hate them. I don't care yeah. how you're doing. Yeah, sure. Right? <laughs> yeah. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Right? I hate them all. Right. They're miserable. They're fucking awful. Rich, middle class, poor. You're fucking awful, mirror-gazing, fucking vain bipedal fucking you know primates sure right yet y- y- clinging to fucking medieval medieval superstitions right right terrible fucking horrible goddamn things that think everything belongs to them and ruin the fucking planet for literally everything else that was here before us sure and i don't care where you come from you're all the fucking same yeah but at the same time mm-hmm got to help people. Right. <laughs> dude, that's my eternal struggle, dude. fucking song. Right, and my so, eternal and struggle. And got to, you know, we were talking about that, and I was like, you know, and like, but I also don't think that's possible. No, I don't think it's possible. So, like, no. as much, it's aspirational, as, much as I aspire, sure. right, Yeah. to, like, see people, especially underprivileged and poor folks of all stripes, get lifted up out of their fucking poverty right, and have a fucking chance. Yeah. Not because I give a shit about them, but because I, I give a shit about everything else that surrounds them. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Like, it's just impossible. We're never going to crack that nut. No. We're never going to crack that nut. Absolutely not. all history has shown us is that cheaters always win. There's a wall in every direction. Cheaters and unethical, the unethical, always fucking win. Always. You know? Yeah. So why try? Indeed. Why try? <laughs> Why try? Yeah, no doubt, man. Right. Yeah, for sure. That's the other place I end up because I, it yeah, all, it's really, you know? yeah, right. I know. <laughs> that's I know. The other it's place like, I end up. It's like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's pretty much where our conversation, we, we kind of both agreed on that sentiment, even though we arrived there from different, sure. different aspects. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I had a buddy who was like deeply involved in, in organizing and stuff for a while and he was, 
confiding in me how burnt out he felt and how there seemed like there was no solutions and how he couldn't even manage to to elicit cooperation among people in a very small social group and he doesn't know how it would even be possible to extend that into onto a macro scale and i'm like yeah buddy because it's not you're running up against the reality of existence my friend (laughs) it's just not like i'm not telling you to stop organizing stop doing your thing but like if you're feeling burnt out the reason is because you've you've reached a fundamental and unalterable truth about the state of the human soul right which is that it's sickening and dirty right. and vile awful and it it either longs to exploit or to be exploited right and there's a few of us that sit in a in a middle ground in which all directions yield nothing but insurmountable obstacles to equity yeah and betterment yeah and then what do you do? You collect records until right. you die. Right. And try to just sap a little bit of joy. Yeah. <laughs> out of some good riffs. Yeah. And like, I, you, know, you know, seriously, that's why, like, I, I get, like, every once in a while, I will get, like, a good feeling come over me. Sure, 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 sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah, this is great. Right, yeah. You know? It's usually, I, I've talked about it before, it's usually through seeing, like, like when we played Springfield, when Colossal Man played Springfield last month or whatever, and I saw young people like doing their thing right. and having a moment and having a space that was theirs. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah, man. Right. That's cool. Right. But brother, that feeling yields to reality very quickly. <laughs> yeah. And, and even that, it's like, it's such a small thing. Yeah. I guess it's, you know, f- seek happiness in the little things. Sure. Because the little things the only thing you can fucking change. It's the only place to right? look for it, man. Because believe me, yeah. the arc the arc of time is not towards justice. Not towards justice. <laughs> the arc of, the arc no, of no, history no, no, is no. towards a deep, dark, black place that ends that ends in coldness <laughs> and envelopment by a dying sun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what. That's that's what. That's where it goes. Yeah, for sure. That's it. With right? A lot of with a lot of ugly pit stops on the way. Yeah, man. Yeah, and and you know sometimes I'll get a good feeling and I'm like, yeah, this is fucking cool. Yeah. But um. Well, I think a rebuttal I get a lot of times when I when I fall into my cynicism about the state of the world and whatnot is like, well, you know, we live in in the best time to be alive, arguably in terms of of equity, in terms of standards of living, etc. And that's actually, it has the opposite effect. Because I'm like, dude, if this is the best we've done so far, <laughs> yeah. that's really oh discouraging. Right. <laughs> that's well, really this is, discouraging. This is the least diarrhea I've had <laughs> in a month. Yeah, for sure. That's exactly right? it, dude. Right. That's exactly it's, it. It's, uh, you know, I, and, and, and I don't know, man, like, eh, whatever. Fucking, you know, it's it's a generational problem. People don't think in terms of generations. No. They barely even think in terms of generations when it comes to their own progeny. Sure. Right? Yeah. Ex- ex- exhibit A, the fellow right. that, that's, that sparked this whole thought in your head. Sure. Right? It's a generational issue. We're not interested in investing in the future whatsoever. No. No, whatsoever. we can't even, how many, can't how even many, That's it. why it fucking, it, you would grade on me all the fucking time. Like when you hear people be like, "Well, fuck it, I'll be dead." Yeah, yeah. Hey, great attitude. That's why. That's that. That's why everything fucking sucks. No right? doubt. You know what I mean? Because good mind, fuck you. That's that is literally the epitaph on the on, on like 
the tomb of the human of the, race. Of the world, yes. I got mine. <laughs> Fuck you. Yes, for right? sure, dude. Yes. Carved on the cenotaph of the fucking <laughs> earth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck it, I'll be dead soon anyway. Right. Yes. You know, and it's just like, man, I was watching some YouTube video you know, talking about like uh, improvement, so some fucking some some like thirty or forty year journey mm-hmm. um, by some uh, botanists and geneticists researching some kind of corn that produces its own that that produces its own or it some way seeds the soil around it with nitrogen fixing bacteria that can fix nitrogen to the soil, which is what cereal crops can't do, huh. and that's why we have to use fertilizer or rotate crops and that sort of shit. Sure. Anyway, long story short, right. Um, what this would allow us to do is to grow more cereal crops with less fertilizer. Mm-hmm. I thought, great, right? Yeah. Fertilizer's a motherfucker. Certainly. Right? Commercial agriculture is a motherfucker. But then I quickly went to, well, where this is going to go is it's just going to allow us to convert more acres of natural habitat into agriculture to feed the ever, ever blooming and burgeoning and hungry human populace. Sure. Right and our deep gluttony, and that's why I say, "Fuck them." <laughs> Indeed. So let's seek pleasure in the little things. Let's seek pleasure in the power of the riff tonight. Yeah. Um, what, I hope. I hope we seek pleasure in the power. Of the well, riff. I'm going to seek pleasure in the power of the riff, whether or not whether I not find, we find it, it. Right. That let's, remains. Let's find that it. remains to be seen. Yeah. So first up, we've got local local boys, Pissant. They're from a little bit outside of Fort Wayne. They're from Wabash, mm-hmm. so like 40 minutes away. Pissant with their new single, Force Fed, which features uh, another local band of Young Bucks, Moloch. I like this. We've like often... Featuring an entire yes, band. Yes, fe- featuring an entire band. We've often shit on like putting, you know, a usually heavier hardcore bands of this variety. It would be like, you know, um, Feel the Blade, Featuring Tyler G from Book Knife, As if you know, I and it's like, shit. who fucking cares? Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Right. But I do like the move of just saying, featuring a whole fucking band. You know, it'd be really funny is yeah. if it's if the band Pissant uh-huh. is not anywhere in this song. It's, it's just, just Mollick playing this. <laughs> that would be a very funny. That would That's be a very good funny. Move. So this is uh, this is their brand new single that just dropped. Then we have got Mortal Form with their demo. This is a band out of Germany. Um, this was oh, I should I should note um, the the Force Fed that was uh, submitted by the band. So then we got more Mortal Form out of Germany with their demo. This was sub- submitted by Carl. Um, so this actually features a, a longtime German buddy of mine, Andy. Andy's played in a handful of bands before that are all good in their own right. But we're always a little bit European for my taste. Just mm-hmm. a little bit European. Earnest. Uh, they had a, a European-style earnestness. Well, the label that put this out, DBNO, yeah. also put out be- that Better Than You 7-inch. They also put out the Echo Chamber uh, demo, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Um, so I heard a track of theirs, not off of this demo, but for a um, for a compilation that Andy sent me maybe a month ago. And I thought it rocked. It was like heavy Marauder-style stuff done like perfectly in my opinion so i'm stoked to check out this demo whether we land on it or not and i would encourage anybody to do so um also shout out to carl who sent this in who said that he is a, a longtime patreon subscriber and that the podcast has helped him through some rough times recently sorry to uh hit you with that intro sorry sorry week. to hit you with <laughs> just out and out nihilism <laughs> straight off the yeah, top right sure. not even any jokes not even no. any jokes no no right not, not even any jokes not one goof <laughs> in that whole thing <laughs> the whole thing's a goof Right. In a macro that's, sense, that's the whole thing. It's, it's all the entire goof. thing is a joke. The, right? And by the entire thing, I mean 
this whole godforsaken existence. If you ain't laughing, you're crying. You're crying. Um, so uh, I used that line at a funeral yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And someone said, well, I don't know about that. And I, I said, like, no, I do. Trust me, pal. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have got Wharf with their demo. This is a band out of San Francisco, and it was sent to us by uh, Mike, who operates. I think Mike has sent maybe one or two things in before. He does like a live band session, like video session type of thing called Twin Peaks Sessions. Um, I get the feeling that this is some hardcore punk of some sort. Then we have Vane with Blood Oaths. Not the Vane, not the kind of jump-the-fuck-up, new-metal-infused metalcore band Vane. Mm -hmm. This band just called themselves the name of a pre-existing, very popular band, but put periods between the letters, which I think is always a funny and sick move. Which is it an acronym that sounds that stands for? I'm sure it stands for something. You know what I mean? Who knows what? Right. Um, I'm no, never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this is Blood Oaths. It was sent in by Tyler Hammer from the Kings of Punk podcast and several cool bands, uh, not least of which is Leaking Head, who I like a lot. He said, just look at the cover. It rips. Yeah, yeah it, do, it does look like it's probably cool. Then we have got Slab with their demo. This was sent in by uh, our buddy Levi, who plays in Paprika. Uh, this is a newer band out of New Orleans that plays uh, some variation of, like, Grind, which you could tell by just looking at the cover. Yep. Then we have got the Xenobots with the, their uh, self-titled EP. This was sent in by Caius, who says, this is a band out of Boston, Massachusetts, who has like a snotty OC punk kind of vibe to them. Okay. Then we have a band whose name I cannot pronounce because it's fucking Welsh. Of oh. all the things we've run up Yo. against on this show, Welsh is like the most confounding. Yeah. Um, so it's spelled Y-F-O-R-Y. So you would think like if. Ephory or something. I'm sure it doesn't even sound fucking close to that. No. So we have this Tr band. Trimbo. Yes, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's spelled like this, but pronounced Trimbo. That that would be Welsh-style pronunciation for sure. So this was sent in by Andrew, who uh, compared it to, uh, like, kind of uh, angular post-punk of the late 70s, early 80s, like Wire, Mission of Burma, that kind of stuff. Then we have got Dawn's Reflection with their demo. Um, this is a band out of Richmond, Virginia. It was sent in by Sam, and they play, I think, actually, no, the label is out of Richmond, Virginia. I think this band is out of, like, Seattle or somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, and they play some variation of black metal. Then we have Hotline TNT with When You Find Out. This is, like, just under a year old. It came out in the, the end of April last year. Mm. This was sent in by Y. This is a band who I've been exposed to in passing, and every time I've heard a clip of the band, I've been like, oh, this is sick, and for some reason, I just haven't sat down with them. I think they've toured and played shows with friends of mine. Everybody I know loves this band. They seem like a band I should be into, but just haven't made space in my life for them yet, so we'll see if we land on them tonight, how I feel about it. Um, my, my, passing, my passing exposure has been really good. And then last up, we have a resubmission by the band The Touch from uh, Mansfield, Ohio, with uh, Saved by The Touch. This is sent in by Ernest from the band, who describes it just as some shitty punk stuff. He, uh, he said the dice didn't favor them last time, so we figured he'd give it another go. So let's roll the dice and uh, see what we get first tonight. All right. See if it heals our wounded hearts. Ten. Okay, there you go. Your your resubmission has paid off right off the jump. How about that? It's almost like there's someone up there looking out for you, Ernest. So I don't think there is a particular song recommended to us. The first song is what's queued up to play. I get the feeling that this is going to be like some Ramones core style stuff just by the look of it. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Let's jump into it. We're going to listen to the song God by The Touch off of Saved by The Touch. Okay, so quick quick correction before we start listening to this song. 
actually we were sent a specific track i just didn't realize it so we're actually going to listen to the second to last song on this record my mahoney by the touch off of saved by the touch heard the song my mahoney by the touch off of saved by the touch which came out in october of last year before we talk about the music i will say i think yoda runs on empty guitar has gotten a tone if you met me happy you must have met my clone yeah a really good line a very good line yeah in general i thought that this was pretty agreeable catchy simple leather jacket punk rock not exactly straight up ramones core ramones worship but certainly in the vein of the Ramones in the vein of maybe Angry Samoans in the vein of the Queers, the Dwarves, stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. That, d- yeah. That, you know, Screeching Weasel, stuff that veers yes. veers into the poppier end of the punk spectrum, but is still like squarely leather jacket, scuzzy dude punk stuff. Yeah. Also, I, I think maybe a touch of like Northwest Indiana. Sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Coneheads esque. Sure. A little. Oh, just a touch. Yeah. Just a touch. Just a touch. Yeah, no pun I, intended. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I and I think that oh, yeah. just by looking at this band, they look younger. They look like they 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 are on the younger side at least. And I would say as far as like some leather jacket stuff that I might wander into and see playing in a bar, this actually piques my interest. I'm this like, wouldn't oh. have me turning on my heel. I'm like, oh, okay, let's stick around and, and listen yep. to a couple songs. This sounds pretty good, actually. Right, because generally speaking, if I walk into a bar and I see a band even kind of sort of trying to ape their Ramones. Sure. Give it and out. Yeah, fuck you. I'll wait till the next band. Yeah, done with that gimmick. Yep. For sure. But I thought that this was like unobjectionable, fun, catchy, short, Um, especially if you are indeed young people in this band. Got no beef with this at all. I would book this on shows if you you were local to me. You know, it's fun. Yeah. I can't say anything glowing about it, but I also have nothing bad to say about it. No, I mean, honestly, it, it, if you told me this band was from Mansfield, uh huh. Yeah, sure, exactly. I mean, they are from Mansfield, but right. you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Without with just saying Mansfield, Ohio punk band, I'd be like, okay, yeah. If it's a punk band, sure, yeah. I will say too, just as a, a bit of, you know, I'm not going to say advice or insight because I don't claim to have much of that. We on don't deck. have any. Listen to the fucking preamble of this show, right? We're 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 so far fucking removed from reality. We're desperately clawing for any piece of meaning please, we can glean. Please give me hope. <laughs> please, God, somebody, please. <laughs> but I will say the the thing that I see 
often happen on sort of local level fucking, you know, rust belt town bands of this style is that you start doing this when you're young and you do a pretty good job of it. And then you get locked into being that dude forever. Yeah. And I know you can probably think of the same guys that I can think of locally who are still 20 years down the line doing the same shitty variation of this that never plays out of town, that plays the same shitty fucking bars, that puts out fucking CDRs that nobody likes, the same stupid gimmicky t-shirts and fucking beer koozies or whatever that attracts the same 15 fucking losers to come see them. Don't be that guy. Don't become that guy. Let this be a fun chapter in your life, in your musical journey. Continue to grow. Continue to aspire to do things that are better and cooler and beyond the scope of just this. Because I'm speaking as somebody who is actively part of the failure failure cult that is hardcore. I was going to say this. This is a fucking failure cult. Well, I was going to say there's probably a lot of folks that are looking at you and I and we're like, well, those guys are doing the exact same (laughs) thing. Sure. No doubt. And that fully cop to that. But at the very least, I, I can take that same thing that I'm doing and play to 200 kids on a Friday night and everybody's going off and having a good fucking time. And there's still some sense or feeling of vitality in it. This is something that, as you age, yields diminishing returns in a really noticeable way. If you're, like, 22 doing this, pretty fucking cool. If you're 42 doing this, yeah, it's, it gets rough. It gets rougher and rougher. Yeah, if you're 42 doing this, you need to be very fucking good. Very good. Very good. Right. Yes, for yeah. sure. But as it stands, thought this was pretty good, pretty fun. Yeah, I thought this was fun, too. Yep. All right, what's next? Six. All right, we got the Xenobots with the Xenobots EP. It's a band out of Boston, Massachusetts, the one that was described to us as uh, having a bit of snotty OC punk. So I guess we're just starting We're starting on a snotty punk tip tonight. Yeah. Um, they got the first song queued up to play. Was not recommended a particular song from the, from the submitter. So this is, uh, they appear to be like a three-piece. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt if this is in the same general world, but the OC tag has me interested to see what uh, how that translates so we're going to listen to sorry cheap excuse by the xenobots off of their self-titled ep Wasted on my branches, I'm a sorry 
All right, we just heard Sorry Cheap Excuse by the Xenobots off their self-titled, uh, I believe, debut EP that came out in December of last year. Any thoughts? Mm, context matters a lot for this for me. We were, we were thinking the same thing. Okay, right. go ahead. Context matters a lot for this. I like this. I like this for a couple reasons. Uh-huh. It barely held itself together. Yeah, no doubt. Which <laughs> made it very aggravating sure yes for sure the, the i'll just say those vocal placements yes brother. i know god damn i know like the whole thing barely held itself together. Yeah, yeah yeah right uh whatever that effect was in the guitar yeah just like some chorus or flanger on there sounded yeah. pretty good yeah i like that the whole thing was irritating mm -hmm. and juvenile yeah and shitty sure right it, it sounded like somebody trying to make fun of a fucking circle jerk song yeah yeah yeah, sure <laughs> you know yeah no doubt especially with that that vocal delivery like the style like not his cadence and placement which were right. so bad that it's shocking <laughs> but like the, the the actual tone of his voice and delivery right yeah. so so context wise here's what i mean i hope everything in this song was intentional yeah i don't think it was you know that's what i'm saying like i hope it's intentional yeah um if I see this band, as we just said, like with, with The Touch, mm -hmm. if I walk into a Midwest bar and this band is playing, yeah, probably leaving. Yeah. But if I'm in a basement. Yeah, sure. Right. Exactly. And this band is playing. Sure. Different story. I'm hanging out. I'm having a good time. I'm in on the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You For know? Sure. So this is like, this feels like 80% on purpose, but there are some really glaring issues here. And I think it's mostly in the vocal, uh, the vocal presentation here. See, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I hope, like, I kind of like it for the exact reason that you hate it. Yeah. So I, I don't hate it, but I mean, I do hate the vocals, like full stop. Yeah. Um, the, so Jesse, I like your, I like your riffs partner. I think that you're a good guitar player. I like the tone. Uh, I thought musically this was this was hitting pretty well. Uh, definitely sits in a space that is appealing to me, even if it isn't the top tier of this particular style of punk. It's good. It's it's a solid B. It's getting the job done. I know what you're going for. I know where you're coming from, and I I think that I uh, I like it mostly. But just get a different vocalist. I I would say because. If you had a dude who was like firing on all cylinders over the top of this with like a good sharp delivery, incisive lyrics, uh, funny lyrics, it's a totally different thing. It's a different thing, and it's it's a totally it's no longer irritating. It's no longer irritating. It just can become good. Mm -hmm. And the guy, I mean, just looking at the guys in this band, they're not like cool guys. You know what I mean? Well, that's just you know what I'm saying, which can go one of two ways that can either be like really appealing or it can mean that you like only halfway get it which is why you only halfway arrived at where you wanted to arrive i don't, I don't know i'm i'm going to i'm going to believe that this is all intentional okay and uh they're having a fucking laugh and the joke's on you it's that's entirely possible man right that's entirely possible because that that makes me enjoy this i i this is this is like I don't know, man. This is like some sockeye shit in that event. You know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Yeah, sure. I, I guess. Right? Not quite. It's, not, yeah, it's sockeye, not sockeye, but like right. I take it with the same fucking pill that I think you know sure. I take with the, the grain of salt that I take with sockeye. Yeah, I, I I think that this is. I think this is not. I don't 
interpret this that way. I interpret this as like a band that's most of the way there, but just like couldn't find a guy to sing or they didn't want to tell Jesse that he fucking sucked ass at singing. And they were like, oh, yeah, no, dude, no, that sounds good, dude. And yeah. he was like, oh, are you guys sure? And they're like, yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think this is much more intentional, and okay. I like it for that reason. All right, fair enough. It, to it totally falls in line with, like, shitty, snotty fucking punk and hardcore yeah. of 40 years ago. Sure, and I agree with that, but I, I think there's something about it that's making it bad. And if I were a man who lived in Boston and I were in charge of booking shows in, in a cultural epicenter that is Boston, I would give them a, you're never going to make it in this town, kid. Okay. Get your shit together. Okay. Come back. Try again. You know? Okay. So that's that's my feeling. Hey, I think you're going for something cool. I even think that you're most of the way there, but there's a big roadblock, and it uh, starts with a J and ends with an S-E. <laughs> well, he's a guitar player, Well, too. yes, only on the vocal tip. I thought the guitar was actually sick and good. Keep it up, guys. Keep keep making gratingly irritating songs. <laughs> keep doing that, but in a different way. Um, <laughs> okay, what's next? Five. All right, five is Slab, some uh, New Orleans grindcore. This is their demo. Came out in January of this year. Uh, the song that was recommended to us uh, is a 39-second song. Hopefully that gives us an idea of what uh, If, if not, we can on. go into the last one. If not, we can go into the last one. We're certainly not wasting any, anybody's time by... You know what, let's just, let's just say it up front. We're just going to listen to the last two songs. Okay, fair enough. So we're going to listen to Cancerous and Complete Fucking Hell by Slab off of their demo. the songs cancerous and complete fucking hell by slab off of their demo boys i'm gonna have to i i understand you know it's a lo-fi grind it's thing it's a demo turn that volume up boys turn mm -hmm. that volume i'm gonna have to like run this through a separate master i like legit I, I think because i put like limiters on the like the master yeah. of our episode so that we're kind of keeping things in the same general DB and I throw yeah. some compression on it. Um, I'm going to actually, I think, have to master and mix this song right. separately and then drop it into the episode for anyone to even be able to hear it. Yeah. Um, so that was really, really quiet. That said, a passable rendition of this style of grind. I've seen it a lot. I've seen it a whole lot. Many times. I'm no longer really enamored with it, but pretty good. I like this. I yeah. thought this was good. 
I've seen a lot of grind too. You and me both. Um, I thought this was good. Mm-hmm. I think um, <clears throat> all the components are there. The riffs sure. are good. Riffs were good. Riffs were good. Yes. Um, I appreciate that there are riffs. I want to hear this. I want to hear this sounding like it wasn't recorded onto a paper plate. Yeah. With a lathe cut. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. This, this is. This sounds like it was recorded on a potato in a bad way. Yeah. I, I want this. If you're going to give me a lo-fi recording, which with grind of this style you should, it should be peaking, blown out. Noisy as fuck. Noisy, lots of feedback, drums sounding like they're fucking going to burst the tweeters in your speakers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go the opposite direction on the lo-fi with this. Yeah, so I think this is good. Keep it up. Give us more. Re-record this. Fucking, you know, just make it sound bigger and nastier and noisier. Yeah. For sure, because and you've got yourself a very solid demo. Yeah, fundamentally, this was really solid grindcore of this style. Doesn't doesn't capture my imagination like it once did, but if you're going to do this style, I thought that this was a, a really admirable stab at it. Would, yeah. Again, a band in a basement, I see this, they're doing a, a a passable job at this even. I'm like, yeah, that's cool, man. I'm, yeah. in, I'm into it. Yeah. All right, what's next? Next. Cooking right along. We are cooking right along, which is good because we talked our asses off up yeah, top. We did. Spreading goodwill. <laughs> uh, seven. Okay. Seven is uh, Hotline TNT, When You Find Out. This came out, like, I think April 27th of last year. Uh, it's not on Bandcamp. You can find it on Spotify and all the streaming services. I'm listening to it on uh, YouTube for the purposes of this particular show. Um, but... Uh, yeah, let's just listen to the first song because we're not gonna we're not gonna be skipping around on YouTube, obviously. So we're gonna listen to Ten Feelings by Hotline TNT off of When You Find Out.
Okay, so we just heard the song 10 Feelings by Hotline TNT off of their EP, When You Find Out, from April of last year. I think they've released maybe an EP or it might just be a single since then, like I think in April of this year, like this month. So I should note that Y, who sent this over, uh, sent it over kind of in response to, I can't remember off the top of my, I think it was maybe the Cold God song that we heard on the show, and, and we both expressed that we just weren't excited by the pedal board guy style of shoegaze of like hyper polished shoegaze mm-hmm. uh, the really sort of soaring epic but to me like not emotionally affecting style of shoegaze that tends to get more traction in sort of like mainstream indie rock circles just not something that does it for me and that we preferred a more a warm, lo-fi, weird 90s college rock iteration of shoegaze if we're going to look for that in a new band and that this met all those needs, all those requirements. I would agree, in my opinion. I loved this. This is exactly where I want this style of shoegaze-infused lo-fi college rock to be. I think that these folks are... are, are uh, Friends with the internet homies facilitated through this podcast and many mutual friends in ex-pilots who we've listened to on the show before and, and really enjoyed and who I've spent a lot of time with in my personal listening over the past few months. It's uh, shoegaze that's more in the lineage of the swirlies, uh, the halo benders, things like that. The, cor- the, the, the recording is a nice, warm, lo-fi sound that is very familiar and comforting to me. The guitars sound like they are bending in and out of tune. They're spending plenty of time with those uh, tremolo arms, the whammy bars. The tones are great. The songwriting is good and catchy. It's really nice evening windows down music for late spring, early summer, which is how Y described it as well. This hit me in exactly the right spot for this style of music. I loved it. I'm a fool for not jumping into this more. I imagine that I will probably uh, be obsessively spinning this over the coming weeks. I, I won't. Yeah, you, I, I. That's so. I knew it, but I did. I don't. But I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, it does scratch a lot of itches. Sure. Right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, yeah. Stop fucking crying. <laughs> she fucking did. <laughs> You and your fucking guys aren't allowed to, to have feelings on oh, a song. Oh, you're allowed. Just keeping your fucking self. <laughs> it's on a song in a mu- in a in a musical format. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not a. It's not a perspective I mirror. I'm a Miss Andrus. Yes. I yes. I I understand. Right? <laughs> yes, I understand. I just it it, it 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 whatever. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. So so even though the music is good. I, I'm going to say the music was okay. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you mentioned, like swirlies. Yeah, sure. It's not as weird. No, it's not as weird. It's not as falling apart at the at the, at the seams as the right. swirlies are. Sure. Right. Yeah. Sure. You know. Yeah. Lo-fi college radio. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um. But I don't know, man. It just fucking didn't do anything for me. Yeah, that's fair enough, man. Right. I guess I, I guess I can. I, I get that. You know. Sure. I, I get that coming from you <laughs> specifically. You know, I, it just. Uh, yeah. If I'm gonna listen to something this lo-fi, yeah, just listen to Slab. Sure. Yeah. I guess. Right. I would say I'll take this a zillion times over Slab. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't. Okay. Fair enough, man. You this know? is one of those rare. Uh, this is one of those rare moments where you and I are just really. At opposite. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, if I had to hear another song of this, uh-huh. and it wasn't 
exponentially better. Mm-hmm. I I would probably ask you to turn this on. <laughs> that's an that's an intense position for this. I know. Yeah, he's like, ah, man, come on, man, come on. Why? What, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right? It's just last time. You're going to go fucking cry your little fucking poo poo tears now. As I've said on the show before, well, so you're feeling fucking winsome. Oh. It's okay to feel winsome. It's never okay. <laughs> As I've said on the show before, sometimes it's nice to just experience a little catharsis through the music that you make. And it helps you to not carry that into your day to day life by having a, a creative outlet where you can dump that and then go back into your life as a more well adjusted guy. I literally never feel like this to the point. Like, that, that, that like oh i need catharsis i i know that and it comes with its own set of of personal repercussions for you in your life you know what i mean what the fuck am i supposed to get from feeling whatever the 10 feelings that this fucking bad right bad disgusted there's two right irritated yeah. right okay yeah bad disgusted irritated uh-huh. um Mm, exhausted. Okay. Right. Uh huh. Um. Fuck. That's it. That's, that's, a, that's the gamut of my fucking feelings. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. I slightly. Know. Slightly angry. Right. Yeah. Right. Slightly. Yeah. Slightly too varying. Right. Yeah. Slightly angry. Yeah. Um. Uh, longing mm-hmm. for something different. Sure. That fucking rips. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Um. You're about six feelings in. <laughs> about six feelings in. Uh. Shitty. Uh huh. Right? Yeah. That's just a synonym for bad. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Right? Whatever. Yeah. I, I, this, this didn't even make me feel 10 feelings of fucking bad. <laughs> Made me feel 10 feelings of good. Right? Warm. I can't wait to pop the windows <sighs> down, go driving on a country road in Indiana, and just let the wind blow through my non-existent hair, and uh, just listen to this and let myself feel a little something, man. Sounds nice, dude. Sounds relaxing. Sounds like a moment where I could I could take a, a, a brief moment of respite from the the sort of loathing, the seething hatred that just bubbles below the surface, and just feel uh, human for a moment. You know, I feel like a caged dog. And that's the thing is like if this if this sounded music's fine, right? Mm-hmm. Music sounds just like this. Yeah. But instead, the lyrics are real sarcastic. Yeah. I'm all the way on board. I, know, I don't know I what know the lyrics that. are, sure. but I'm guessing some fucking whiny bullshit. <laughs> you don't even know. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I don't know. If this was like some far, some sarcastic shit, okay. Yeah. But that's not the vibe I got. You no, know, not, definitely not the vibe. Right? The little tag here at the end, nothing is ever lost forever. Yeah. Well, forever is a long goddamn time. Some things are lost forever. Everything will be lost Every, forever. Everything is lost forever all the time. Right. <laughs> yes, for sure. You know, so like that kind of, I was like, nah, man, come on. Don't don't give me this shit. Sure, it's a little hard, a little hard on your sleeve, which, uh, but th- again, as we've discussed many times, you know, I'll sit down with the promise ring, brother. I ain't afraid to cry. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm down to, I'm down to feel, I'm, I'm down on occasion in a private moment on a country road. To feel winsome. I love feeling winsome on occasion. We, we were just talking before the show, before we started recording, yeah. about how, how stupid Kiss is. Sure. And we were talking about one of the reasons they're so stupid is that because literally, and, and yeah, you can see this for a lot of fucking bands, yeah. but like one of the stupidest things that you can fucking sing about is how horny you are yeah, yeah, and yeah, how yeah. good you sex. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's an absurd It's just topic. fucking absurd. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. It's fucking absurd. Right. And, you know... 
and you're about to throw emotional catharsis right next to it. Well, what I'm saying is I would I would rather listen to Kiss singing about, you know, their big boners. Uh, yeah. Than I would this. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? That's exactly how I would expect you to feel and I have no desire to change the man you are. You're not. I'm not friends with you in spite of that. I'm friends with you because of it. Yeah. It's a thing that I both like yeah. and uh, deeply troubles me right. about you, and it's that's a fine. Right. It's all good. Yo, I, 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 I sometimes worry about you because this, that's the breadth of this, your feeling. This but. stuff was fucking deleted from my fucking operating system years ago. Sure. As I was just doing a little spring cleaning. <laughs> the fuck is this shit get <laughs> yeah. rid of it the defrag program of your mind fucking purged this into yeah. the trash bin yeah 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 i still got a little space i got a, i still got a little space for this man yeah. i thought this was great i'm also it. gonna say that i thought that the artwork it's just like some jocks sitting on a bed and like looking out a window yeah i thought it was fucking acrobats i thought it was acrobats too actually <laughs> until the moment that you just said that yeah. i thought it was a man on a trapeze i thought it was like showing a guy on a trapeze like flipping yeah. off of it uh-huh and i was like oh wait that's a bed yeah yeah yeah, for sure this is this is a man in three stages right uh okay yeah i'm glad you pointed that out because i was like oh a little trapeze band yeah. <laughs> and his teammate on the olympic bench yeah no that's a that's one man okay well there you go two two different positions on this Semi-predictable. You know what? You know what? Th this made me feel like is that. <laughs> <laughs> this made me. This made me feel like committing ritual decapitation, so my head dumps into a flaming altar, like that Indian couple. Yeah, I was gonna say that that requires some off mic context there. But just if, just look if it you're up. interested. Look look up look up um, Indian couple decapitates themselves in ritual suicide. <laughs> a pretty interesting little turn of events over there in India, for sure. And, and the post has pictures. So I, I, The thing to me uh, that gets me about it is that it was a ritual suicide and that their heads were <laughs> it went into a fire so, pit. That so is like, fucking sick. You know, I, I have heard, you know, of like, I, I have heard of various, you know, I, whether or not the urban myths or whatever, sure. like various routes of suicide. Sure. Right? Like, old woman shoots herself in the chest like seven times sure. or 22 yeah 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 right um dude like i remember from my youth a story that was circulating of a guy that like tied a rope around his neck and then rope around a tree and drove away and ripped his head off sure yeah I, i've heard that one before right yeah the commitment the commitment to the bit the commitment to death yeah because they had to to build the guillotine to, to weld and build yeah. a guillotine and yes. an apparatus right they had to dig a pit like the fire pit right right the critical part of this the whole fire thing. pit they had to dig a pit yeah set fire to it mm -hmm. they had to send the kids away to the uncle dude your head's hot too while you're waiting for it, that guillotine to looked, pop down on it you. looks like and here's the fucking wild thing it looks like she got dressed up in her finest sure yeah and they're laying on their backs yeah 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 so, so they, they were saw the blade down. come down, down, dude. down they right? were ready to die man and that thing did its fucking job because yeah. i'm telling you the dude's head is somewhere over here about four feet away and hers is right in the pit it's uh, as we've discussed on the show it, it's almost certain that i will snuff myself at some point in this in my course <laughs> in the course of my life i will choose how right. i exit it i'm gonna tell you what dude i'm not gonna bravely stare at the blade coming down from my neck 
throw some helium, some an, an inert gas into a bag and peacefully drift off as I listen what? to Hotline TNT. These, these, these are, this is a bold way to go, dude. These are bold foot soldiers well, for is, whatever afterlife I was going to say, dude, this is like, this is the result of being emboldened by your superstition. You know yeah. what I mean? A, a, a trait that I'm sometimes envious of because they had the emotional wherewithal and the certainty to stare the blade as it came for their neck, knowing right. that their God would be pleased with their actions. Yeah, know? like, here's the fucking headline from Sky News. Mm -hmm. Indian couple reportedly behead themselves in apparent sacrificial ritual with homemade guillotine. Dude, you know one thing? It, since the world is shit anyway, right? One thing we're missing a lot of today in this hell is ritual. Is ritual suicide, ritual right. sacrifice. Yeah. I mean, for the love of Christ, as we always say, if we're going to go in a messy, horrific fashion anyway, right? Make it interesting. Put a throw some theatrics back into it. I'm tired of the the mundanity of this dystopia. Yeah. Let's get some fucking ritual sacrifice going. Let's get heads in a fire pit for the love of Christ. Right. You know. Right. All right. What's next? Sorry, Hotline TNT for what my good friend Nate said about you, but everything he Ugh. said, Ugh. reverse it for me. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thought it thought it ruled. I can't wait to listen to. I'm gonna listen to this whole thing on my way home. <laughs> Six again. Okay. Six is uh, the Dawn's Reflection demo. This is out on Cryptic Cryptic Sealed Shield. Oh, it's like that's an archaic, uh, yeah. like old English uh, spelling of shield. Yeah, Welsh. No, if it were Welsh, it would have like a Z, a Z in yeah, it somewhere. No, it, it would have like four Ys, yeah. three Ws. So this is on Cryptic Shield Some Vault. letter you've never seen before. Right, it's just a made-up letter. <laughs> <laughs> they used one time in one right. word. And, and a silhouette of a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Cryptic Shield Vault, uh, or the label is Cryptic Shield Vault out of Richmond, Virginia. This is Dawn's Reflection, a band from the Pacific, the Pacific Northwest. Pacific, Pacific Northwest. Northwest. I'm not sure where. It doesn't specify. They say they play a, uh, a triumphant, triumphant, dude. I'm putting a lot of You're R's fucked. in there. You're dude. fucked. You're so fucked. <laughs> I'm having a stroke on air. They say they play a triumphant and shimmering black metal, which mm. usually that description doesn't make me feel like, okay, what's going on here? But maybe we're going to like it. So let, we're, let's, let's just jump in and find out. We're going to listen to Celestial Hammer by Dawn's Reflection off of their demo. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
All right, we just heard the song Celestial Hammer by Dawn's Reflection off of their demo. Pretty sure this is like the first demo by them. This label only has three releases under their belt so far, and they started in March of this year. So, hey, good on you guys. You're, you're keeping busy. I got to assume this is like a cassette-only thing. I think that's uh, applicable for all the releases on this label so far. I thought this was great. I liked it a lot. I thought it fucking rocked, especially the latter half of the song where they broke it down into the halftime bit. Thought it was really rad. If you're going to do this style of black metal, I think this is exactly the production level that it should sit at. You can maybe go a little higher, just a tad, but not not a not a ton. I agree. I don't want to hear a lot of clarity in this. Yeah. Cl- that that takes the mystique away. Yeah, I agree. That takes the 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 the, the I guess the uh, takes it, it just defangs it. Sure, yeah. This reminded me of um Chevalier Scrog. Sure, yeah. Similar sort of thing. Yeah. Which we really fucking liked. Yep. Um yeah, I thought this was pretty sick. The vocals, the way they were recorded and just a din. Yes. Boy, that sold it. When it came yeah. when it opened up, both both of our eyebrows were raised. Yeah. And that fucking sold it. Yep, I agree. You know? Yep, for sure. This is like this is one of those things where, it, to me, it, it's not a it's certainly not a new or novel form of black metal entirely. But bands like this and like Chevalier Scrog, to me, it seems like a, a somewhat fresh take and a reimagining of a kind of a classic second wave presentation. Oh, for sure, dolled up with like some elements of shit that has transpired in the last 30 years thrown in and a certain modern sensibility Mm -hmm. that I think really helps elevate this beyond just like the kind of slog that pure second wave worship can fall into. At least this anyway, if we're talking specifically about this, you know, this is, this is fucking Transylvania hunger. Right. Sure. But it's just, a little more to the point. Right. Yes, exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think like, frankly, I just, I think it's probably just, it's my hardcore brain. Yeah. And I, I will. And that's what I was going to say is frankly, I think that the overt fusion and sort of, um, the overt fusion of punk into the black metal musical zeitgeist over mm-hmm. these past few years mm-hmm. produces stuff more in line with this, that, to me, is pulling from all of the best elements of second wave shit, but energizing it, uh, abridging it a little bit, and injecting the kind of energy and vitality into this that I think it often is missing in a more pure rendition. Well, yeah, 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 I and agree. I, and, and I think, like, this new, not new, because there have been plenty of oi bands that have done it in the past, too, but this, like, fairly novel, at least within the, the realm of this style of black metal, association with, like, hyper-medieval themes and imagery and, mm-hmm. like, the woodblock print presentation and shit, mm-hmm. stuff that falls into this little emerging lane, it usually hits me pretty nice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I like it. I thought this was great. Yeah. I did too. I, I really enjoyed this. I will listen to the rest of this for sure. This made me feel good feelings. There you go. I'm so low fi. Right. Yes. Made me still feel low-fi. good feelings. I should also note, just because I always feel like we owe it to him a little bit, this is the second thing tonight that we have listened to that Wilk, Wilk Chamberlain, Willie Killy, has touched. He's mastered two things that we've heard tonight. Yep. Um, our, our internet buddy Shane from Anthropophagus. He did the Xenobots. Uh, yeah, I believe yes, he so. Did. Yeah, he did the Xenobots, yeah. Uh, but our buddy Shane from Anthropophagus and many other sick bands, um, I, he, I don't know if this is breaking news, but he he confided in me that he may 
he may be doing a band with Wilk oh. after Wilk was in uh, retirement for quite a while now and hiding just behind the boards. Seems like he might be jumping back onto the strings. Okay. So there you go. P- keep an eye out for that. I'm sure that we'll get the scoop on it whenever it happens. Uh, but yeah, this was great. Might pick up a co- copy of the cassette when I'm not as poor as I currently am. Um, which is embarrassing as a 33-year-old man with several income streams, but it is what it is. Hey, I'm fucking flat-ass broke. Yeah, same, same. Uh, but let's uh, let's roll the dice one more time. We've been going over an hour already, but we only got uh, two voicemails to field tonight, and I want to cool. I want to hear at least one more band. Four. Okay, four is uh, definitely get some more metal. This is Vain with Blood Oaths. Uh, this is on a label called Eternal Death, which is a New England-based um, black metal label. So I got to assume that this is black metal of some sort. I'm guessing that this is, like, going to be fairly primitive in its presentation, if I if I had to guess. Like, maybe because the songs are a little long, so I'm not going to say, like, war metal or bestial black metal per se, but I'm going to say we're probably going to get something pretty, pretty lo-fi, pretty ripping. If I had to guess, um, let me see. Let me double check and make sure Tyler didn't recommend a particular song. Um, let's see. Yeah, he said the second track, second track on here, which is actually what they have queued up to play. So there you go. So we're going to listen to Malign Blood Oath by Vane off of Blood Oaths.
Alright, we just heard the song Malign Blood Oath off of Blood Oaths by the band Vane. Boy, did that ever rock. Yeah, that was really good. That was really fucking good, Perfect dude. way to end the night. Yeah, no shit, man. It certainly uh, ties in with our preamble this evening. Yeah. That was that was uh, black metal in the of the squarely misanthropic variety, mm. right? Yes. Like, uh, man, that, re- that really fucking hit, man. The repetition of the riff mm-hmm. and, like, how just, like... Not quite atonal, but like uncomfortable and grating the riff is and like leaning the idea of like leaning into a musical motif like had infinitum to kind of induce this trance like yep. state as you're listening to the music and then breaking it up with like a crushing world ending outro. Thought everything about this is like the result of a uh, of people who very much know what the fuck they're they're doing well it's one dude it's oh death. it's just one it's, guy it's, okay. it's death fiend yeah um from you know other bands the one the, the band that i'm most familiar with would be death god messiah oh okay Word. Um, there you go they've got like an ep sure um but uh dude's been around um this band has been around yeah this project started in 2013 okay we demo yeah yeah okay i saw that that mentioned in the in the write-up actually yeah. and uh this finally almost a decade later getting back to it yeah um, yeah, this was fucking sick. The write-up really basically fucking covers it, honestly. Yeah, it does. Really well. Yes, um, I would agree. It says, uh, where is it, the line in here? Um, comparing it a lot to Vaughn. Sure. And it says, Blood Oaths resembles far more semblance to the old gods Vaughn rather than those who follow the oath of black blood. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely some bestial shit, but yeah, yes. it's a bit more dr- drony and contained. Yeah. And not quite as just full-on fucking mayhem yeah this isn't like ross bay style this you know if if you wanted to compare this 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 falls right in line yeah vaughn um fucking behareth sure yeah right yeah um some other other finnish bands like ride for revenge oh yeah definitely yeah i could see comparing this to ride for revenge all day um it also the end of the the end of the write-up name checks you know they they clearly they say for those into the deviant side of bestial metal past and present and they do they're not afraid to name check lust right right so this is one of those things where for the the faint of heart who don't know exactly what you're getting into and like to know exactly what you're getting into you know maybe this veers into sketchy territory who knows i couldn't tell you and i don't fucking give a shit because it ripped yeah. but you know just so you know they mentioned lust in the write up take that however you will I think Lust fucking rocks. <laughs> I had a, we had a friend's band get in trouble last year for wearing a Lust shirt mm-hmm. in a video. It was yeah, a, we, we talked about that. It was a big that. to-do. It was a we bunch talked of, about that. Yeah, a bunch of nonsense. But uh-huh. uh, this absolutely fucking ripped. Yeah, I, this was I, sick. I, I loved it. This is this uh-huh. is summertime fucking windows down weather. I, I was just about to say, we, we've talked about the duality of man tonight. I think I perfectly captured it in my, in my effusive praise for both Hotline TNT and vain, yeah. You know, I I ride both sides. Yeah, I walk. I'm the I'm the day walker. I'm the day walker of human emotion. Oh, are you Are you Blade? <laughs> That's right. I'm the day walker of human emotion. Okay. I can feel the whole spectrum. Okay. Unlike some. Unlike some. I can feel both hate and deep sorrow. Yeah. Um. And self pity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, let's uh, let's listen to a couple voice messages and then then get out of here. Hey guys, what's up? Um, you know, when you guys talk about being morons and shit, I just, I feel like, 
I can kind of relate to that. And I don't think, like, it's to do with intelligence necessarily. Like, I know that I'm a pretty bright person, and I feel like you guys got to be, too, with some of the ideas you come up with. I wouldn't relate to them as much if I was a fucking moron. You guys would probably be talking about, like, is catcalling good on your podcast if you were truly idiots? But for me... It's like the emotional retardation where, like, I can't read people's body language and I just say the wrong thing at the wrong time. And, like, I just don't know how to navigate social situations. It makes me seem like a fucking idiot to everybody on the earth and I just can't fit in with it. Do you guys relate to that or what? I mean, brother. Classic punk sentiment. Brother. <laughs> of course, dude. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. We're kind of an echo chamber, right? Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. But I mean, if I couldn't relate to that, I wouldn't be in this position. If I were a, if I were a well-liked, easily likable guy yeah. who did great in social settings, I probably wouldn't have found my way to this deeply deviant lifestyle. Yeah. Be a dentist or something. Right. I don't fucking know. Right. Um, yeah, I relate to that. Now, you know, sometimes that's uh, that falls into the autism spectrum disorder. It also just falls into just being a maladjusted weirdo. Yeah. Sometimes you don't got to put a name it's on. Perfectly it. fucking normal. It's yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but you are a fucking moron. Just like us. just like us. Yeah. You know. In fact, you see, you erroneously believe that you relate to what we're saying because you erroneously believe us to be bright and we therefore are, elevate yourself. See, this, is, this is what I was trying to get at with an echo chamber, but yeah. I could not quite, you know, get to it. Right. Right. Is yeah. No, we're stupid, dude. Yeah. 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 And, and unfortunately, don't mistake that <laughs> just because you get us, right? You must be pretty smart, and we're smart too. That's no, 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 no. that's how that shit starts. <laughs> that's man. how it starts, dude. That's you how just, that shit starts. You just gotta embrace. We start finding each other. Sure, we form a fucking movement. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. And look, yes, okay. If we're talking about if we're talking about a broad statistical analysis of intelligence across like uh, a broad sample size of population, I'm sure you and I would score above the median, right? No doubt. I imagine that we're above, uh, statistically above average in intellect. But the point that I try to make when I bring up what a moron I, uh, what a moron that I am, and what I've tried to contextualize in the show and the rare occasion that I've spoken about it candidly and at length, is that the chasm between the level of intelligence that I have access to, which may or may not be slightly above average, the chasm between that and the level of intellect that is actually useful in any way that the common person would recognize is so wide as to be negligible, right? Like it's not even worth speaking about. There's, I'm not even brushing against actual <laughs> intellect, against actual applicable real world genius. And most of the people that fall into that category are uh, doing AI research via one of trying MIT's. To kill us all. They're trying to kill us all. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. trying to ruin us all. Exactly. So it, they just can't fucking help themselves. I, I, as I've said before, I sit in a level of intelligence that is just enough to make me feel alienated from my peers, but not nearly enough to get me in a room with anybody who actually has an original idea or a, a, a bright idea. I'm just in this weird liminal space of intellect where I feel not superior to the people that I encounter every day, 
but certainly unable to relate to them and also unable to relate to people who actually have fucking PhDs and useful fucking subjects, right? Yeah. It's not it's not a sick place to be. I'd either rather be much smarter or much dumber than I am. I think everybody's much dumber than we think they are. I would imagine that's probably true. I've yeah. met plenty of PhDs that... Uh, yeah, I have met some PhDs that are just scraping by, no doubt. Right. In terms of feeling like socially retarded, yeah, of course, dude. Like I said, I... I, I I do a pretty good job of kind of masking. I can I can mirror some social behaviors uh, and shoot the shit. I'm a pretty good shit sh- shit shooter with like an old seventy year old guy. I can fall into it and be like, yeah, yep, 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 yep. But in terms of if you're trying to get cut to the quick of who I am as a man, no, I I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to relate to these people. In most social settings, full stop, I'm just lying. Like, there's no other way to phrase it, really. I'm just lying. Like, when people are like, yeah, man, you know, all this trans stuff or whatever, I just go, oh, yeah, brother, tell tell me about it, man. I'm just trying to navigate my way to the nearest exit. I'm trying to get out of it as quickly with as low fucking, like, friction as I possibly can because I'm just trying to buy my fucking peanut butter cup or my kombucha or sell this guy this fucking record or this T-shirt, and I don't want to spend any more time in this space than I need to, so I go, oh, yeah, brother, I know just what you're saying. I just lie. I lie and I lie and I lie until I get back to my car, my comfortable little bubble where I can put on my stupid little podcast and drive home and be alone again. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I guess. Thankfully, I don't interact with nearly as many people as you. I interact with a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, Just fake it, man. Just learn to fake it well. I got a tight, tight tight-knit group of friends. Uh, I'm sure it's really healthy. I'm sure it's really healthy that we all mirror each other's deep cynicism and yeah. nihilism. I'm sure that every professional it's, it's, that we would talk to would tell us it's good that we've cultivated this friend group and don't strive to include anyone new in it ever. Yeah. I'm sure everyone would agree that's yeah. a really good idea and it's good for our mental health. Yeah. So just do that, man. If you heard this podcast today and thought, wow, I'd love to be more like those guys. Follow this advice. I think it'll work out great for you. If you don't, (laughs) don't do this. Don't do anything we do. (laughs) Don't feel the way we feel. Strive for more. Do better. All right. Let's hear the the next slash last one for the evening. Hey, what's up, Grayson? This is uh, Zach Honeycutt from Colorado Springs. And, uh, you know, we've seen the kind of clown kids, uh, presumably from TikTok. I, I mean, most assuredly from TikTok showing up at shows. But last night, I saw a kid in uh, Jinko jeans, black Jinko jeans with kind of like an acid wash trim, wearing a black tank top with a sort of Celtic knot necklace. And it turns out he was in one of the bands playing the show that my band Skull played last night. And he was playing a warlock. And the band was fucking sick. And this kid was no more than like 16 years old and playing like really fast, raw, hardcore, kind of in the modern style with sort of a grindy bent to it. So anyway, I guess this is kind of my shitty backhanded way of both insulting one of the members of and recommending the band Deadpan from Colorado. Shit was fucking great. Anyway, love you, boys. Be safe. Yeah, so the the little feedback, because I've gotten some feedback, and I think we have something in our text, too, that kind of touches on this. It seems like my intuition about the clown makeup being from TikTok is correct. Sure. And I think it's something as simple as 
I think everything's from TikTok. I think everything's I from think, TikTok too. I think I think everything that is like obviously like there's a generation gap. Yeah, is from it's TikTok. yeah. I, I I think I think so as well. And I think it's as simple as people, particularly young people, are easily influenced by people that they feel are in a position of of influence, of authority, of uh, they have some sort of social clout or uh, credit. Mm-hmm. And uh, one girl that they thought was hot and cool did clown makeup on TikTok and they said, whoa, that's cool and good. We're going to do clown makeup. And then before you know it, there's a bunch of 16-year-olds running around in Jinko jeans with clown makeup on. You know. I don't fucking know. Let them. I, I don't care. Here, here's the thing. Not irked. If we dwell on it. <laughs> yeah. We're really, we're really edging into like dad territory. That's what I'm saying, and that's why I want to be clear. Because like, I don't, fu- I don't care. You know, I, I, gu- I, I guarantee fucking to you that uh, you could ha- you could hear similar conversations minus the social media sure. bend uh, in the '90s. Absolutely. You know, with like first waiver hardcore dudes like looking at you know yeah. fucking puka beads yeah why are these guys wearing backpacks in the pit and like you like know? center parted fucking sure. bleached hair <laughs> right yeah sure right yeah ultimately like the kids are just reliably the kids are going to make stupid fashion mistakes that they're going to look back on it's like the time it's the time honored tradition it's sure. like dude my yo my entire gen our entire generation zach you're a millennial as well um we all got fucking gaslit, full Stockholm syndrome into believing that tight pants were cool, right? Like for years, we were all like, looks good. They're not. They're not. They look awful. I look oh. back at pictures of myself and I feel horrible. Now, the flip side of that is. Yeah, huge baggy pants, also very stupid. Those are not. Those are not. Cool. Also very stupid, right? right? But, but, but. Yeah. It's to be expected. Sure. Right. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like I said, dude, I still, many of, I'm trying to like, I feel like I'm part of a, of some sort of like um, restorative or like a reintegration program for fellow millennial men who are still like wearing skinny jeans. Like je- there are very few things where I'll like go out on a limb and be like, Hey buddy, have you thought about not doing this anymore? You thought about not looking like a fucking idiot. If I see a, if I see a man in my age bracket that I'm even passingly close to like even at all just kind of on the periphery of my what i would consider like a friend right i'll be like hey man why don't we get you in some jeans that fit you ever you ever thought about just wearing appropriate why don't we get you in some comfortable slacks? functional clothing why don't we get you in some slacks brother and i've got i'm i'm happy and proud to say i've gotten a handful i want to say at least like off the top of my head like half a dozen to a dozen people off the, the skinny pants into just a nice, comfortable slack, oh, a pair of work pants, something practical, stylish, timeless that isn't going to date you. It's always going to work. The, the time has come and gone, right? Yeah. Like, you look back at the shit that I wore when I was 20, mm-hmm. fucking, I look like a fucking redneck trying to cosplay as a member of fucking Earth Crisis. Which is such a funny con. I love that. Right? Yeah, it rocks. That's what I fucking look like. Yeah. I get it. Sure, I 100% get it. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. I wore I wore like a chain wallet of heavy fucking chain. Yeah. That was like twenty four inches long. Sure. Every time I moved around that thing in college, every time I sat down, brap, as that thing hit the chair. <laughs> and then every time I stood up, brap, as it came yep. back up off. So fucking stupid. Yep. Impossibly fucking stupid. You just gotta let the kids do their stupid just things. Just have fun. But yeah. also realize if you're still wearing if you're still wearing the attire, if if you are approaching thirty. Yeah. Or beyond, mm-hmm. and you're still wearing the attire that was, you know, yeah, hype when you were in sure. your teens and early twenties. Yes, get out. 
Yes, and then I will say also additionally though, if you're wearing the exact attire that is cool with sixteen year olds, no, no, that's also don't do absolutely that. Absolutely not, dude. That th- that is that is a step away from pedophilia. Yeah, for sure, it's rough, dude. That that's is true. a step away from pedophilia. It's real, like, dude. Imagine if I started showing up in like jinkos with clown makeup and shit. I mean, the assumption is if you're dressing like a sixteen year old. Are you trying to fuck 16-year-olds? Exactly. What the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing that, Who bro? are you trying to impress? Why are you doing that? I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm trying to impress some people, but certainly not 16-year-olds right. in clown makeup. So just get off it, get comfortable, functional clothing. Yeah. You're still allowed to wear a fucking band shirt. Sure. There's plenty of there's plenty of ways to settle there's into a nice... There's plenty of ways you can do it. You, there's a nice, cool, presentable, well-rounded wardrobe that doesn't involve bullshit. Right. <laughs> Um, okay, so I've got a text message here from uh, from our boy Nick from up north, up the South Bend region. It says, I have a blood-for-blood blood tattoo across the top of my forehead. Scam likely was fucking sick. Whole album is sick. Fuck off, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Nick has spoken. Yeah. So we got one here. Uh, this one uh, about the clown makeup. I always thought the clown makeup phenomenon was started by the band Wacko. I've seen all of their fans wearing clown makeup. Wacko. And there's a link here. Um, LAPD issued tactical alert for Long Beach's punk band Wacko, known as the Traveling Riot. Um, this is something I don't know any anything about. Uh, I don't want it. Appears that I, it appears that I'm glad that I don't know anything about this. I actually, yo, oh, I think this band, did this band hit me up for a show? I think this band may have hit me up for a show and I gave them an I'm all booked up fellas. I could be wrong about that, but I think I, I think I may have hit this band with an I'm all booked up situation uh, when I definitely wasn't all booked up. Could be a different band I'm thinking of from the same general scene or like with the same general vibe, but. Uh, I don't know, man. It's like. You're trying too hard. Yes, you're trying way too fucking hard. You're man. trying too hard, right? Way too hard. Yeah, I'm not with it. These, are, these maybe, are grown men. Maybe it's working for you. I guess, man. I doubt. Like, you're just trying too hard. That's the thing is, like, I always thought, like, fully adopting, like, when I was, you know, like, when I was younger, and you know, you'd you see, like, the fucking leather painted jacket and the studs and spikes, like, man, that looks fucking cool, right? Yeah, sure. But God damn it, is that a lot of work? Yeah, so much work, dude. It's just too much. It's way too much. No, stop yeah. trying so hard. Sure. Yeah. Right. Like I said, there's and, a, and there's was, an easier way. Yeah, and like here's a dude wearing some. This is a dude roll. Okay, so he's rolling a fucking joint. Cool man, very in cool. Pink fucking zip up Care Bear pajamas. It looks like. Kill yourself. You're just trying too hard, man. Knock it off. And like you're doing it for a photo shoot. Yep. Right. Like, man, come on. Time to delete your brain. This isn't you. No. And if it is you, fuck you. Just. Stop trying so hard. Stop trying. Um, hey, boys. Hey, you know what? You should try. Uh, you should try being less of a faggot. <laughs> I was gonna say you should try. You should try uh, engineering and constructing a home gear. <laughs> yeah, there that you go. Cleanly severs your fucking head. <laughs> yeah, try that. Right. Try into that a sac- a, a, sac- a burning sacrificial altar. Now we're talking. Now that's a little bit more my speed. Like, like that's the kind of trying hard. I'm like, well, okay, okay. 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 I'm with it. Right? Because yeah. I've seen lazier forms of suicide. And much much lazier. You know yeah, I mean? Much lazier. Yeah. Where's, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the style? Sure, right. Where's the panache? Right. Where's the lust for death? Right. You know? The commitment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The commitment to the bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hate a half-stepping suicide committer. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Oh, uh, the, the car ran out of gas. Oh, yeah, I bet, pal. 
Sure. If you want to die, you'll get it done. Yeah. And if you really want to die, you'll construct a fucking spend, guillotine with a fire pit. <laughs> fucking weeks building a guillotine yeah. and constructing an altar of fire in your shack. <laughs> That's right. So that you and your wife can dress in your finest, lay on your back, and watch it cleanly sever your head. Yeah, that's right. If you want to try to do anything, try to go meet God. Uh, whatever you do, you ain't hanging with those two people. Wherever yeah. they are, no one's hanging with them. Uh, that's, you know, rest in peace of two real ones. <laughs> for real. <laughs> some two real for ones. For real. I, I, I strive to have the lust for anything that they had for their fucking, the endless void that awaits them. Um, okay, we got the, we got one last text message. Boy, this is a dark one. Um, hey, boys, Trey here. Inspired. Oh, last week wasn't? Yeah. <laughs> or two weeks ago. <laughs> We're on one, dude. Uh, hey, boys, Trey here. Inspired by your recent Patreon episode, I tried the experiment myself and managed to get from Maroon 5 to Murphy's Law in three steps. That tracks. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his nuts? Elmo, the guy that sings from Maroon 5. Uh, Sounds like Elmo. Yeah. He's like they're, they're like fucking punk background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at least like an alt rock background because that um, Maroon Five. I don't know why I fucking know this. I can't remember the name of their late '90s band, but they started off as like a vaguely alt rocky band. So you can see there being like a studio guy or somebody that kind of matriculated through punk and hardcore into that. Murphy's Law is also a legacy act who has definitely had plenty of stand-in mm -hmm. guys sure. playing playing bass or drums here and there. I can see you getting to Maroon uh, to getting Maroon Five to Murphy's Law in a few moves, no doubt. And for anybody not in the know who's also made it this far, which would be remarkable, frankly, um, considering the tenor of today's episode. The Patreon episode that we just did is like a uh, six degrees of separation uh, with band personnel. So again, you know, if that sounds interesting to you, throw us five bucks a month on Patreon, and uh, you can you can hear us talk about uh, how to get from uh, counting crows to uh, immolation. Um, on that note, we got nothing else. I think that we've I think that we've brought down the sort of collective mood of the room for I long think enough. This is a pretty upbeat mood compared to a couple weeks ago. Yeah, this one this one I think wasn't couched in as much just like outright despair. <laughs> this is more just like ah hey we're laughing our way through the end times. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a much better way to be. So thanks to everybody who hangs out with us every week. Thanks to everybody who's been writing in, which is a fair amount. And also I want to note too. Uh, in general, I think there's been a, a kind of uh, a bit of a, an uptick. After our absence, I noticed it. Mm -hmm. There was an uptick, and I thought it was just people hungry, hungry for new content after to, you know taking a month off. It has remained consistently in that same wheelhouse. We, it seems like there's been a slow but steady growth. Well, and I was thinking about today because we, you know, I was thinking about the idea of kind of like leveling up the podcast, how we could do that in terms of just like, making our lives easier by having an additional income stream or something. Yeah. And literally, actually, we can't do it because the, the way to do <laughs> I it. I know we've ruined it. The way the, even the format of the show, we can't do it because right. like, you know, apart from me hurling slurs at bands in California, talking about those people, talking about those people and talking about eugenics, um, the format of the show can't work on YouTube, which is really where you mo you can monetize a podcast yeah. it, because we'll get hit with a zillion copyright strikes for music stuff. Like yep. there's, there's literally no way to do it. And our content would get a shadow banned on YouTube in like a fucking heartbeat. Yeah. Plus I'm not sitting in video. Yes. Right. Sure. A reasonable, a reasonable stance. One of your many reasonable I, positions. Every, all of my stances are well reasoned <laughs> and thought out. Sure. Well reasoned I, and thought I, out. I am sure. nothing if not deliberate. <laughs> that, 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 
I, I will not. I, I won't fight you on that one. So, uh, so yeah, we're never and we're never leveling up this podcast uh, by any sort of deliberate means that are within our power. So we just have to rely on you to continue to tell people about the show. So thank you to everybody who seems to be doing that. Thank you to all the new people, and uh, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs>